0: Oroxus Radio, your only source for free press on Oroxus. In today's news, the Dark Gods, known only to us lowly peons as developers, have hinted at the creation of a miniature rocket launcher for the Light Assault. Those on the Sacrificial server who have tested this weapon have expressed mixed feelings about the gun, saying that it's an interesting idea, but the slug and smoke ammo are problematic. In a brief editorial, this reporter would like to mention that this new tool was created for the construction update and should focus on the construction update. More from this situation as it develops. And now we go to traffic. The roads of Endar were clogged with heavy traffic this evening, as a Vanu pushed from Scarred Mesa to Regent Rock Garrison was rudely interrupted by a player-made base on a bridge between the two. A bystander on the scene expressed his disappointment in our dark overlords for repairing much of the Indar map, yet leaving this single bridge alone and so easily blockable. He then proceeded to repeatedly fire his lancer at the base, before a nearby infiltrator put a bullet between his eyes. The infiltrator may have been available for comment, but quickly fell to his death soon after. Which I'm told did not make the person he just killed feel any better. Breaking news! We have just received a notice that an infiltrator has been spotted at Yegar's Crossing. We are unaware of his or her intentions, but we are certain of one thing. They are not a member of the faction that owns Yegar's Crossing. Thanks to the new Cordium-powered radar provided to us by our Dark Overseers, we can clearly make out a bright pink camo, a a small notepad, and a very large crossbow which appears to only have half its ammo rema...ni... Oh. Well, it appears that one of you was certainly listening, as the Infiltrator has just been brutally killed by a member of the faction that does own Yegar's Crossing the infiltrator leaves behind a wife and four children. They loved him dearly, though he did tend to disappear a lot. Next, we move to the weather. The weather in Indar is currently being described to us as hot enough to melt the spandex from your skin. The weather in Esimir is currently being described as cold enough to freeze the spandex to your skin. The weather in Amrish is being described as nice and pleasant, with nary a cloud in the sky, but a swarm of sky whales coming from the south." The weather in Hawson is not actually being described. The other line appears to break into ridiculous levels of laughter every time we ask. We can only assume that the weather in Hawson simply never changes, or we have finally successfully driven someone insane. The weather in Coltier is simply being described with a flat nobody cares. This weather was brought to you by our sponsors from Cordium Cola. Make your day a Cordium Cola day, unless you wish to anger the dark ones further. And now we move on to sports. And what better sport is there on this warring planet than a blood sport? Today's blood sport tips and tricks comes to us from this humble reporter himself and is meant for beginning players of the Vanu Sovereignty. Do you ever feel like your gun is an abomination? Do you feel like the developers are laughing at you by making the default sniper rifle a semi-automatic version that requires two headshots to kill? Well, this tip is for you. Just slap a silencer, forward grip, and 12x scope on your spectre and find yourself a nice cliff with a view of a nearby base's vehicle terminal. As enemies use the terminal, you can put two bullets into the side of their heads and cash in on those sweet certs. As the Vanu Sovereignty is the only faction with gravity-defying lasers, this is unfortunately not easily repeatable for the Terran Republic, who are struck with an even more embarrassing weapon as the Infiltrator defaults. In other news today, a terrible disease is sweeping across Araxis. Planet Mans with a GPU bottleneck have been experiencing a return of the dreaded itch sickness. This terrible sickness makes doing anything in Aroxus, besides turning off the game and playing something else, nearly impossible. Fortunately, medical officials have several treatments which they suggest. The first and most common treatment is to buy a better graphics card for your hardware. The second treatment is to enter treaty with the Dark Ones in hope that they will finally crack open the engine and make it compatible with what the game demands. The third treatment is to take the developer's X-rated materials hostage and demand their compliance on fixing the game. Officials have admitted that the first method does have the greatest chance of success, but the latter two are certainly tempting on both humorous and practical grounds. Should you attempt either of the latter two, a small sacrifice of human flesh is recommended in order to parlay for your life, should anything go wrong. That's all the news we have for you today, so we'll leave you with our Weapon Showcase. This showcase is sponsored by the new conglomerate, the NC6 Gauss Song. I'm told that this gun is one of the hardest hitting in all of Araxas if you can handle it. The massive recoil makes it very difficult to control even with its slower fire rate. Definitely not a gun you want to use without attachments. When asked why this gun was the default for new heavy assaults, who would naturally not understand attachments very well, conglomerate officials responded with, we are simply trying to get everyone used to the role that they're going to play in this war this will allow newer members to experience the full freedom of the nc they then whispered to me it's mostly the team killing potential and left we at Aroxis radio thank you for that enlightening insight into the minds and soul of the new conglomerate